What's pink, jiggly, wiggly, and if you're screwed, puts you to sleep? Find out on this episode of Daycare Dittos. How's everyone doing? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing well. You should have added the iggly to that, too. It's iggly. What is an iggly, though? I just think of tiny. Just, I guess yeah. I guess because I just associate iggly with iggly buff. Iggly is just like a bullshit Pokemon word that they made up. <laughs> I like how it's iggly buff. Like there's some strength. Yeah. Inner strength small, there. small but powerful. It sounds yeah. like you just ran out of rhymes. <laughs> like you're like Michael, Michael. <laughs> but anyway. I mean, like, isn't that what happened though? Because like iggly buff kind of came after in the sequence. Dave, who, who was that just speaking? Should we introduce <laughs> our, Guys, our guest of honor? Call the police. The call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> we have dear friend, uh, anime expert, maybe not on this anime, but on an anime, and uh, I'm just so excited. We have Sailor Moon Wisdom here with us. Hi, hello, hello. Hooray. Yay, insert applause here. Woo! I am like in awe that you are on our podcast right now. I am such a fan of your page. It's incredible how much it's grown and you're so, so wonderful online just spreading just wonderful goodness and, and, and just, you know, positivity. And I love your page for that. So thank you. I'm honored. Um, thank you. It's it just grows and grows and I have no control, but goodness comes out of it and and it's fun. And I love you guys so much. What, what do they say on podcast? Long time listener, first time <laughs> guest. That's me. That's me. Hello. Hi. Wow. It seems wow. much longer than it's been. Uh, Sarah's brother just took a look at the podcast and like, how long have you been doing this? You have this many? Um, but I guess January was a while, a while ago. Yeah, um, it seems like it's been a while, but it hasn't at the same time. It's only been, I mean, not even four months and we're already on the Jigglypuff family. I can't yeah. believe it. <laughs> and Sailor Moon Wisdom, have you hit, you've hit a year already, correct? Uh, no, I actually started, really? um, on July 1st, 2020. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah, there. And I mean, like the community that you've built around the love of Sailor Moon and just uh, positive vibes. I mean, like when Lizzo is sharing your stuff, (laughs) you're doing something right. I would say. (laughs) I think I peaked at that moment. I thought um, you were going to say, I think I peed. (laughs) I mean, I mean, I mean, that did happen, too. (laughs) <laughs> but I also peaked. <laughs> I am kidding. Um, but I had a moment where I was laying down on my bed and the notification came through and I rose up like I was the undertaker in the <laughs> ring. I was like, wait, what just happened? That's incredible. And that's not like the only person of note to share your posts or just kind of be part of that community. And also what's so important is that like, you know, everybody's of note there. Everybody's special. And, you know, your thoughts and your concerns matter. And and we're that's what I love. For, we're fighting for love and justice, baby. Always. So as, as somebody who has a very small presence on the internet and is only on this podcast, uh, 
what uh what is uh what's your claim to fame what is what's your <laughs> so um Sailor Moon Wisdom, all one word, on Instagram is an Instagram page profile where I take screen caps of, you know, moments in the Sailor Moon 90s anime, and I rewrite the caption to be empowering or relevant or funny, Um, and, you know, it has that, like, right hint of, like, you know, nostalgia meets what you need at that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and and my and I envision it as like, you know, your older sister or a friend or a mentor is just, you know, talking to you like, hey, don't give up. You got this. That's and, so freaking yeah. wholesome. <laughs> it is the most wholesome thing. And, you know, like sometimes I'm scrolling through my feed and there are times where you will post something that's just what I need in that moment. And I'm forever grateful because sometimes it just resets my clock and resets like my whole my whole mood and attitude. And I'm just so grateful for that because sometimes you go through the doom scrolling and you just yeah. want to see something something positive or just a reminder that you are good enough. You know, because you yeah. also you also post a lot of things that are very uplifting when it comes to mental health and awareness and things of that sort. Which I don't think. Um, I mean, at least I can speak for myself. Like I don't tell myself those things. Um, often and I should tell myself those things, you know, more often yeah. than, than I'm I, I should. And it's important. It's important. Self-care and self-love is important. And so is love for everyone else and justice for everyone else too. Um so you're such an inspiration. And I'm so glad that um that you're out there and that you're putting your your wisdom and bringing together a community, creating a community. It's just incredible work. Thank you. I'm I'm honored. I'm holding back my tears right now. That was really sweet. Thank you. You can cry. Nobody will know. It's the internet. And uh, <laughs> that's the power of podcasting. Power of podcast. I'm like always at least crying out of one eye while we do this. Um, but I won't tell you which. That's the mystery. Uh, so with the uh, global unpleasantness that's happening, there has been um, an exodus from reality to nostalgia and the things that brought us joy um, and still brings us joy. And that is kind of the reason for this podcast and also uh, many ways the reason for uh, Sailor Moon Wisdom. So we just wanted to kind of ask you, we asked all of our guests here, um, what is your history with Pokemon? <laughs> okay. Um, I, I feel like I'll age myself here, but I was in middle school when the Pokemon craze kind of began. Um, and, and, you know, I feel like it's, it's a blur. I don't really remember, but I remember being in woodshop class and people like classmates were bringing binders of all the Pokemon cards that they had collected and me being so enamored by them. Um, And then I made a friend who loved Pokemon, who also loved Sailor Moon. Um, And uh, I guess because of that, like I would watch the anime because I didn't have access to the video games um, because I think I was on WB11. And uh, mm-hmm. I specifically remember watching that Butterfree episode, oh, no. which will forever <laughs> make you cry. Yes, oh, I brought always. it up because I know you guys 
will always shed a tear. Um, I just finished crying. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, that and then, you know, just the the love of Pokemon, like it it just kind of just kind of it's been there, you know, like I, I don't know how else to say it. Like there was a time where like like I said I didn't have access to the the video games but um I remember I think like all 151 pokemon like the the you know their pictures were published in uh electronic gaming monthly mm-hmm. RIP one of the best magazines ever um and my cousin and I uh we would just go through and like memorize them and then like have a We'd say let's play Pokemon, and then it was be it would be just us like naming Pokemon back and forth, not in any order, but like hmm. you know us memorizing them and and you know just I don't know it's just like a fun moment. And then fast forward to Pokemon Go, which yeah. you know, uh, Dave, that's how you and I became friends. True. Yeah, I didn't even think oh. of that. Very true. That's so cool. In um in seventh grade, uh, my two of my friends we had like a I I I don't know if they're called slam books or a message book, but it was a notebook where we would write like notes or letters to each other, and to save our you know anonymity, we gave ourselves Pokemon names. Um, so my one friend uh was Pikachu. Another of my friends was Evie, and I, of course, was Jigglypuff. <laughs> that rules. Yeah. Those, <laughs> great, great trio right there. And wow. Did you give Pokemon names to, like, other kids in the school and just be like, uh, I don't know, like, I think coughing's hot. <laughs> <laughs> As we all, we all think that. And the thing is, I, they still I, are. I don't. I don't think I did, but I. I am regretting choices right now. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish I did. <laughs> that uh, that entire history brought back a lot of nostalgic feelings. Just uh, hearing you describe all of that, that was a very good synopsis of uh, uh, filled with the uh, youthful, uh, you know, just love of Pokemon and. Uh, it was a very nice. I could smell the Pop Tart toaster strudels in the air. Hey Arnold was playing in the background. <laughs> it was a beautiful time. Wow. Um, and another question that we like to ask, um, and by like to ask is we only made this up last time, but um, we're figuring it out. I guess this has really been answered. The question is why Jigglypuff? So. Um, as if that story wasn't enough. Is there any other reason why Jigglypuff is like a favorite? Or I know yeah. you've played some of the later games. Um, there's there's just something so I don't I don't know. When I saw Jigglypuff, when I was however old I was, I don't I don't know math right now ever honestly. But Fair. however old yeah. I was, um, when I saw Jigglypuff, I was like not like this this pokemon character is is me and and i am jigglypuff and (laughs) and there is like i don't know i felt represented (laughs) through through a pokemon um but like in the in the sassy way do you know what i mean because we know jigglypuff is very sassy oh yeah Um, yeah. but 
I don't, I don't know something about Jigglypuff. Like, obviously, very cute, but like misunderstood, maybe. Yeah. And I, I just, I just loved it. I just love Jigglypuff, like always. And I would always like draw pictures of Jigglypuff in, in that notebook. Um, never was good at it. Maybe I should try right now. But uh, yeah, for sure. Jigglypuff is a good one to draw. Yeah. Definitely very uh, uh, emotive, but uh, beautiful in its simplicity as well. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to draw it right now, too. I kind of want to draw Iggly Buff. I'm just taking a peek at the picture of Iggly Buff. I'm like, okay, I can do this. It's got three circles on its head, its body is a circle. It's got two circles for an eyes and a swirl in the middle. I got this. Yeah. The only <laughs> the only problem with Iggly Buff is that I noticed for the first time that its eyes are completely different than um, Jiggly and Wiggly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're I, red. So, yeah. To work on the sprite for this episode, um, I brought it in to Photoshop and sized it up. And like you don't really notice on the small Game Boy screen, but like the red eyes when enlarged look like bloodthirsty. <laughs> like yeah. it's really creepy. Cause there's no yeah. whites of the eyes. It's just this blood red and it's just staring. I don't know. Something about something about Igglypuff is like Ig- Igglybuff just looks like it's not done baking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like- <laughs> you know what? I was just gonna say that because I was looking, I'm looking at the image on the Bulbapedia site right now. So it's pretty big on here. And it's like a very pale pink. So it kind of looks like sickly almost with red <laughs> eyes. And then I go to the next tab over where I have Jigglypuff and Wigglytuff. And I'm like, oh my, <laughs> this is just disturbing. <laughs> Actually, it really looks like the older version of this family. Like it looks like a very old Pokemon. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's got like, like- this slicked up hair that's like receding. Instead of <laughs> instead of the baby Pokemon, it's like the uh, grandma Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm seeing right now. The geriatric Pokemon, where yeah. if you <laughs> if you like don't care for your Pokemon enough, they don't like you enough, they just get super old. Yes, like when your Tamagotchis Maybe. turn into old people. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's doing like some sort of Benjamin Button thing that we're not aware of. True, true. What a weird uh, movie. <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> The whole movie takes place during Hurricane Katrina. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, but it doesn't need to. I mean, I I have a new ad, like adjective. It's like, or I don't know how how you would what, what English uh, conjunction that is, but um, you know, sometimes whenever you have to say like aging backwards or regressing, you know, it's for my entire generation. It's like, oh, that person's Benjamin Buttoning. <laughs> <laughs> well, back in the day of Pokemon, it was a rare trainer card, de-evolution spray. Oh, yeah. Um, the one that you'd get and be like, oh, man. Oh, damn. It's not It's not shiny. It's not a Pokemon. It's a rare wasted on a trainer card. Yeah, it looks like mm-hmm. a mustard gun. <laughs> I, I still, like, to this day get so angry when my rare or full art is a trainer card. I'm like, come on, really? <laughs> I love those full art trainers. Nah. Farts, as I call them. Give, uh, me, yeah. give me some good, like, full art Iggly buff in their, like, geriatric home or something like that. <laughs> uh, that's, what, that's what I want. Give me that Imposter Professor Oak any day. Love Imposter <laughs> Professor Oak. What's that scar from? Knife fights? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's not. He has, like, a sword that's made out of, like, a Scyther's hand. Like, it's probably. That's the anime I want. 
that's something I've been thinking a lot about is um, economic uses for Pokemon parts because of um, what was that episode where we were talking about? Oh yeah, uh, Sand Slash's uh, quills have been used for farming equipment oh, in the past. Yeah. Funny you would say that um, because in <laughs> Ultra Sun, the Pokedex entry for Jigglypuff says uh, recordings of Jigglypuff's strange lullabies can be purchased from department stores. These CDs can be found near the bedding area. The bedding area. <laughs> so like you go to like Poke Target and there's just like, like uh, now that's what I call Jigglypuff volume three. And like, yeah, that, that's, that's not all because the shed fur of Wigglytuff in one Pokedex entry is used for luxury yarn. Yeah, <laughs> yep, I had that written down too. <laughs> yeah, and also the fur of the Wigglytuff is so soft that it's enticing and sometimes when you start petting it, apparently you cannot stop. So it's like in- compulsive when you when you touch Wigglytuff. <laughs> yeah. So Wigglytuff is a drug? Yeah. 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 Um, what I, did I have here? Well, I, um, just before we move on, yeah. What is there such thing as luxury yarn? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's called wiggly tough yarn. No, but I mean in like reality. <laughs> oh, like, are there people? Uh, yeah, are there people I'm knitting? Sure. <laughs> I I don't think I don't think though you can walk into a Michaels and like pick up luxury yarn. I think you need to if there is like a like a higher scale like an up. I don't know, like a rich person's Michaels, that's probably where you're going to find it. But does it exist? They take you into I the back know. room. I'm yeah. sure it does exist. It's got to exist. It's got to exist. Luxury yarn. Yeah. Imagine yeah. what you can make out of that. I'm going to na- you know what? I'll make sweater. it myself. I'll make it myself and I'll name it Wiggly Tough. The softest oh. yarn. <laughs> Wiggly Tough. You get sued. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm going to spell it right. I'm going to spell it Wiggly and then T O U G H, so I can't get sued. Wow, this is yeah. oh, fifty dollar yarn. Smart, more fifty dollars. Well, it's made out Kidding? of sea, sea silk. Oh, you found some silk from the sea. There's also jade, mm. sapphire, Genghis bulky yarn. It's seventy five dollars. For what how the... much? For how uh, much yarn? I don't know how you. It just looks like a bunch of yarn. <laughs> just like a lot of yarn. I think Ooh, it it's just on comes sale. In a... No, they wouldn't put luxury yarn on sale. That's for the commoners. <laughs> it's not wiggly um, tough yarn. One of the ladies that I work with, I, I know that uh, there is like different price scales of yarn because she sometimes talks about how she would like splurge on a on a particularly juicy uh, <laughs> yarn deal, and then for like a a special baby in her life or something. Yeah, I can't find booties. luxury yarn. I try to go to the website and it just says commoner and it closes the tab. Oh my god! Um, yeah, I'm not in the right class too. It knows if you know if you can't afford it, don't ask. It says, but Pearl in Soho apparently is the place to go. All right. Of course, I, I figured like you go to New York City, you go to the fashion district. There's definitely some sort of like you know, this yarn is made. From Andy Warhol's hair. like <laughs> I'm not interested in it unless it's made out of a wiggly tuff. Amen. Well, you're going to have to wait until uh, genetics gets far enough. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then we'll have the perfect abomination for you to make yarn out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess we should start discussing the Pokemon. And yeah, w- um, what Pokemon are we doing this week? Uh, Jigglypuff, of course, or Purin. <laughs> Purin. Um, I love Super Smash Brothers. Uh, you can change your language, and then you can uh, choose Jigglypuff, and it goes Purin. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't either. <laughs> if you switch it to German, I'm actually not 100% sure. I think my friend Patrick uh, said that uh, German is Pumaloof, but I'm not 100% sure if you can do that in a U.S. version of uh, Smash Brothers. It was almost pudding. <laughs> Did you guys see that online? The beta names, apparently Jigglypuff and Wigglytuff were supposed to be Pudding and Custard. Oh, Aww. come on. That's adorable, though. I think yeah. it's adorable, too. Well, it took them until the last generation to actually make a custard Pokemon. I'll creamy. I, I would name Igglybuff Gogurt. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's travel size. Yeah. Did you ever freeze your Gogurts? I you never know. really had Gogurt. I don't know how uh, I would feel about. Oh, I guess. Wow. I was about to say. I don't know how I'll feel about frozen yogurt. <laughs> well, it was a, it was a big <laughs> fad back in uh, two thousand and seven. <laughs> yeah. Now all the Gogurt. <laughs> now all the frozen yogurt stands are uh, shutting down because nobody cares anymore. We need to get really into yogurt, guys. I mean, gogurt. We need to bring it back. I I love the blueberry yogurt. Uh, gogurt. Yeah, blueberry was my favorite. There's a um, <laughs> there's a Brad Neely um sketch from the Hargnall and Sclopio PPO where uh Father John Misty, yep, the the singer <laughs> sings a song about America, and uh one of the things he sings about is like riding a bicycle down a flaming path to like a a, a gogurt hanging from a, a tree or something <laughs> crazy like that sounds like father john misty and yeah brian Neely. Um, i'll send you i'll send you the link so uh yeah jigglypuff a foot eight inches 12 pounds to a tiny little guy not really though i actually i actually think it's kind of heavy considering that it's a it's a supposed to be a balloon pokemon so like imagine a 12 pound balloon that's pretty intense well let's talk about jigglypuff in you know we're, we're talking um uninflated one foot eight inches so flaccid a flaccid <laughs> yeah. jigglypuff because it can inhale air up to 20 times its size like it can it can fill itself up and i have been reading the uh manga uh thanks to my birthday gift from sarah and dave oh and, of course uh, if you guys can't hear right now our tiniest kitty dirt bike is yeah pulling like a the shining on my door i'm just going to let her <laughs> no, in she'll she's, be our she's other she's in guest. my room no she's a, she's actually in my room meowing at my feet oh okay um, so well, you can sh- hear her through my microphone. I'm sorry. <laughs> the meow is coming from inside the house. Peter, as you were, sorry. I was so rudely interrupted by a baby kitty. 
That's okay. That's the best way to be interrupted. Um, uh, in the manga, there's uh, red, blue, and green. And green is the uh, like femme fatale, like a uh, seductress 10-year-old. And uh, <laughs> she oh, has... problematic. Uh, she has a it's all right everybody is 10 in that universe <laughs> uh she has uh, a war tortle uh that she stole from professor oak she has a ditto that uh she uses to trick team rocket and then she has a jigglypuff that she uses for escapes so if you Think Team Rocket with their Meowth balloon uh, or blasting off again. This is green, just grabbing Jigglypuff by the leg and then Jigglypuff being just this big, chunky hot air balloon, just smiling and floating through the air. And she's like, (laughs) bye, sweeties, and blowing kisses. Until next time. Damn, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I can't wait to provide being the, the, the manga aficionado of the podcast. As yeah, I'm I, excited. I, go it. <laughs> I want it to read is, it. It's a hoot. It is so good. Well, Jigglypuff in the anime was like one of the craziest and most fun supporting characters in the original show. Super agreed. Like, I was just thinking about the role that Jiggy, Jigglypuff played. Um, so in the song of the Jigglypuff, she appeared, um, and basically like she was that dude at college that like if you got drunk and fell asleep, like she would just like draw dicks all over you. (laughs) (laughs) And like, because like no, it's 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 upsetting for Jigglypuff because the problem is is like she loves to sing and like serenade her audience, but everyone falls asleep and that's super offensive. And like, I found something on online that said, um, if it like Jigglypuff gets so frustrated to the point where like, she's very used to everyone falling asleep to her melodies and her songs so that now she's a, she's adapted so that if the opponent resists falling asleep, Jigglypuff gets so mad that they actually don't fall asleep, that it'll continue singing until it runs out of air and risk its own life. And almost die uh, until it falls asleep. Oh no! I was gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a good thing that people fall asleep because if yeah. you don't, <laughs> and it's all because of like an adaptation that like Jigglypuff just got so discouraged by people falling asleep that now it's like a defense mechanism. <laughs> oh, I feel so bad for it. Um, but could you imagine if you kept on like you were inviting people to your shows and then you were just so stoked that they were there and you just you're just jamming and then all of a sudden you look into the crowd and they're just sleeping out in the mosh pit you know i can't i can't i have to say i've actually had that experience it's fun fact about about sarah i actually went to college for music uh, music education and um yeah it was it was it was a time (laughs) but i play this instrument called marimba and like we would have recitals and these recitals would be very long and everybody would have their own little solo thing. And by the time they got to the percussionist, it was like hours. So everyone would be falling asleep <laughs> by the time I got ready to perform. And I was totally cool with that. Cause I am not a performance person. Like I do not like to perform in front of people. So um, yeah. So in a way I can kind of vibe with Jigglypuff there. Uh, yeah. I've been to a lot of those things and usually it's like step one, pick a date, step two, Send out the flyers, put up the posters. 
And then it's like, step four, break the air conditioning. Make sure that's not working because it needs to be the warmest possible. Always. You know, every single time I go to one of these things, my aunt is there because she was also a music teacher and she was just like always showing up at these things. Scoping out the talent. Yeah, right. (laughs) So um, it was kind of weird seeing my my aunt just out in the wild because <laughs> a wild, a aunt, wild appears. aunt has appears. Thank yeah. you, Dan. That's exactly. Yes. High five. Great minds. Great minds. Internet high five. Yeah. And I didn't have any, <laughs> any great balls with me. So she kept on shaking out of my pokeballs and getting loose. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> you got great balls. I mean, you, you, you're the one who went there, Dave. I mean, I wasn't <laughs> thinking about a dirty joke. No. <laughs> I didn't, I it's not a dirty joke. I'm just saying, like, you seem like a very virile person with working genitals, and I'm happy. <laughs> I wish everybody working genitals. I want everyone to have great, healthy, working genitals. I'm thinking about what's the most unfortunate type of Pokeballs to have for testicles. Would it be heavy balls? Beast balls? Quick balls. <laughs> <laughs> quick balls. <laughs> quick balls. That, that's it. Oh my god! Thank you, Dave. Of course, Pes- pester ball. Yeah. <laughs> There'd be that one person who would have their wiggly tough underwear, uh, slow, nicely touching their luxury balls <laughs> with their with their wiggly tough uh, yarn. Yeah, is that what you meant? Yeah, like their that like- your yarn, their luxury yarn. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> and they're luxury balls. There was like a glitch back in Pokemon Gold and Silver where basically every single special ball that you can get Kurt to form from the apricots was glitched so that it didn't work the way that they programmed it to. That's very annoying. That yeah. would drive me insane. Apparently some of them were only good on like specific Pokemon in the Pokedex or like they did the exact opposite of what they said they would or were only good against Pokemon that evolved via Moonstone. Weird. So, yeah. Um, I don't know the ex- exact uh, ones, but like it, I thought it, it was one of the most interesting facts that I'd learned recently. Uh, this is an interesting fact. I'm just going to throw it out there. But just promise me we cannot go into it because we need to save this for another episode. Okay. This is what bothered me. I stood there in the shower last night contemplating this. Yeah, Uh, as we all do. So Voltorbs existed before Pokeballs, right? I don't know. Well, I'm pretty sure. So Voltorb is a species and they made Pokeballs to catch Voltorbs. So that's kind of like being like hey we need to be we need to go hunting and you're gonna like hunt for deer but you make like hunting rifles just look like a deer (laughs) maybe they revered voltorb so much that they made their uh, vessels in its image maybe voltorb is the original pokemon god like what if uh handcuffs were just shaped like a dude Any I think okay, see I I've definitely thought about this before. Okay, because because I just like you know, when you catch a Voltorb in Pokemon Go, like all these thoughts come to mind. And I'm yeah. just like, 
Um, I'm pretty sure. No, no. Let's just save this for another episode. I'll see you guys next time. Okay. No, we need <laughs> you to come this. back. You can come back for Voltorb. <laughs> Voltorb is my favorite Pokemon. You could you could be there for it. Share it. Always. I welcome. think I think I think Voltorbs were created um, by Pokeballs. I think. Oh, like they. Ooh, that's an interesting thought. That might be true. They may have evolved to, like, well, camouflage. We, we know that Pokeballs have been around for, like, a very long time. Like, there's ancient Pokeballs from, you know, there's uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, and uh, they still catch Pokemon in, like, the feudal ages of uh, the Pokemon universe, so... Shout out to Pokemon Conquest. What a game. I need to play it. It's good. It's good. The problem with me nowadays is that I always go back to red, blue, and yellow. And now I have Let's Go Eevee and Pokemon new Pokemon Snap to play. And I haven't booted it up yet. <laughs> so, okay. I'm just going to just a little tidbit about Pokemon Snap. I didn't play the original. This is my first time playing this one. It is very cute. Thanks. I'm enjoying it. It's really cute, um, but it's so repetitive. I am getting bored really easily, and I've only put like 15, 20 hours into the game. You know, and there's like well, I don't, I don't think a game like that is supposed to last you. Oh my god! Well, I didn't even complete the Pokedex yet. I, I have 168 out of 200, and I'm like, oh my god! I don't even know if I want to continue doing this. I don't know. That's just me. Uh, my, uh, my little uh, review. <laughs> I'll I'll give my review next uh, next episode when I finally get a chance to play it. It looks I just phenomenal. wish I wish there were more um like um what's the word I'm looking for? I, not like islands. I guess I I just wish the world was bigger. That's yeah. all. More like courses. Do they? Yeah. Did they, do they have plans on making DLC for it? Ooh, now that's a good question. Mm, my I would guess is no. Yeah. Just because it's not actually the Pokemon company making it. But then again, it's the same team that made Pokken Tournament. And they kind of remade Pokken with more characters and a little more robust. So it's a possibility. But I guess we'll see how well it does. Because if it does very well, then they might. I don't know. For me, it's like it's a $60 game. And I just like... I'm like, I don't know, not $60 worth for me. Cause like, I'm trying to equate it to a full length Pokemon game, like Sword and Shield. Like that's a full game, you know? Like I don't think I've ever ventured the entire world of Pokemon Sword and Shield, like even without the the DLCs for that. Um, so I don't know. I'm just a little, I'm a little yeah. disappointed. It's fun think, though. Think about back in the day when uh, Pokemon Snap OG came out and it was a game that you could beat in like, four hours tops and uh yeah i mean i beat it in like one sitting uh from blockbuster and thank god for blockbuster because <laughs> otherwise i would have <laughs> spent my years worth of uh like back in the day i only had three video games so like i would have spent my year yearly video game on pokemon snap well you see because i guess that's why i'm biased because i don't have the original pokemon snap experience so i guess this is an awesome game if you compare it to that one <laughs> well yeah. you can you can uh dress things up i yeah. made one post on twitter and it's been my best post ever where it's just like did a pincer. lizzo 
did Lizzo see it? I didn't say it's a great post. It's just a maybe, probably not. I just took a picture of a pincer that like his pincers like standing real weird and I was just it just says like mom mom said it's my turn on Xbox <laughs> and is, people really like that. It's the funniest thing that I've seen on the internet this year and it was from you. Aww. So you're just there's being a lot, too kind. There's a lot of comedians on the internet and you had the best one so far. Well, I appreciate that. But All right, so let's get back to Pumaloof. <laughs> Speaking of that I just wanted to talk to Sailor Moon Wisdom and ask because you are um, a Nintendo. You you play a lot of Nintendo games throughout the generations. So Smash Brothers. Yes. And the were, Jigglypuff. I I do not mean as Jigglypuff, um, but I I I love Jigglypuff. I actually I think for the last iteration I mained as Kirby. Um, very similar to Jigglypuff. Very just, similar. Yeah, Nintendo versus Pokemon. But um, uh, no, but Jigglypuff's moves in, in Smash, like Jigglypuff's been in every single Smash Brothers. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Been there from the beginning. Same as Kirby. Um, Sakurai is the guy who does uh, Smash, right? I believe so. Because I, I I think that he's also the uh, person who created Kirby, so he would he would be um, he would be very pleased to know that you main as Kirby. And um, let, let me at him. <laughs> yes. Also, something that I thought was pretty interesting is that um, up until Brawl, the Jigglypuff you played as was shiny. Yeah. Oh, I never noticed that. Yeah, wow. shiny. It was an accident. I don't think it was yeah. meant to be that, but it had uh, the green eyes. Oh and my goodness. Of course, in the early games, it was like, oh, I'm wearing a bow. It's this color. But also their skin tone would change. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's well known at this point that they kind of fit it in. There wasn't, I don't think, was there shiny, were there shiny Pokemon when the first Smash Brothers came out? No. No, right? Um, yeah, so it was a shiny. Yeah, because the second gen uh, Pokemon were in a melee, and uh, for the Nintendo 64 version, uh, you know, that was still Gen 1, and there was no shinies in Gen 1. Um, other funny thing about that is, other than maybe Incineroar, out of all of the Pokemon in Smash, none of them have an alternate costume that is exactly their shiny form oh wow isn't that wild not even pikachu i don't even know how many pokemon are in there now there's um the pokemon trainer and he has his squirtle uh he has squirtle ivysaur charizard you've got mewtwo you've got lucario is greninja in there now yep yep yeah uh you got Jigglypuff and Pikachu from the beginning. Pichu. Um, Pichu. Incineroar. Incineroar? Yep. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that. Incineroar is so cool. He's the closest. Like, there's certain spots that are kind of like a light gray instead, but it's so close. And then uh, Charizard technically had a skin that was its original shiny before they went. Um, Well, it's close. It's not the full-on Barney colors, but it is purple. So they're close. Um, They're just not on the money. 
shiny Greninja is in Smash because Greninja is black, shiny. And I, I'm almost positive that there's a, a black version of Greninja in Smash. But its tongue isn't the right color. Oh. Yeah, yeah. there's like it'll be the same color, but like I think Greninja shiny has like a red, has tongue, a red tongue and is black, yeah. but the it's like a, a white and black full color swap in Smash. I just Come thought on, that Nintendo. was interesting. Like they need to get this right. I mean, do you do you think they did it on purpose, or do you think they just like you know forgot? They just got lazy. Yeah. Like, but they if, also... if everything was like if everything was you know a shiny except for one thing, I feel like they just got lazy and forgot to color something. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's but, you know, Sakurai gets sleepy apologist. at the end of the day. Yeah, he's <laughs> been playing. He's been staying up late playing way too much uh, Fire Emblem. <laughs> oh yeah, that's fair. <laughs> he he went to the hospital many times because of how hard they work him at Nintendo. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. They they basically <laughs> are killing that man. <laughs> oh my oh, no. god! Well, I hope he has an extra stock. I learned something about Jigglypuff uh, because of Smash Brothers 2, talking about stocks. Um, She used to be very, very uh, good uh, in the N64 version and uh, I think in Melee as well. And then, um, like, she was, like, one of the, like, third tier or something like that. I don't know what that means, but... um, yeah, very very floaty, very um, uh, able to like do off uh, stage like aerial shenanigans and kill people from low percents. You know all the things that really uh, make you a good character. Uh, but they dipped her into a very low tier, uh, and in fact, even recently uh, in the more uh, recent games. I think the video I saw didn't include Ultimate, but um, they had her in the bottom tier. And one of the reasons why is because she has a rest attack that uh, does a big smash move that uh, in the later games just uh, smashes people up off the stage. And there are two ways that when you uh, blast somebody up off the stage, it uh, kills them. Either they... Uh, go into the background and become like a little star like Team Rocket, or they just go directly up and then the big like flame blast comes from the top and uh, the respawn rate changes then. So what happens is that she rests, it bashes them up and they don't do the star KO. They do like the, the big smash KO and they're able to get back. They were able to respawn from their stock before that uh, Jigglypuff wakes up and then oh. they just smash her really hard, like punch her straight in the face and then she dies. Oh. Because she can she can die from like, uh, you know, like, she's very light. So if they hit her really hard, like she's she's going to die. So yeah, but that's that's a problem with Jigglypuff. Yeah, but same. Is that, really? Yeah. I mean, you, you're very, it's very hard to wake you up. Yeah, but oh, also. It sure is. If I'm sleeping and you punch me really hard in the face, I will also die. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, and another fun thing is that one of the costumes in um, Ultimate Jigglypuff is wearing Leaf's hat, which is the updated version of green. 
the femme fatale 10 year old mm-hmm. that you described before. <laughs> also yeah. uh officer jenny from kalos's nurse hat which is cute yeah um it's nice that they put a lot of thought into that not yeah. enough to make their shiny versions though <laughs> sorry i'm not over that anyway yeah. moving on <laughs> I mean, Pokemon is their moneymaker. I mean, put a little thought into that. Yeah, for uh, real. I mean, come on. <laughs> Jesus H. Christ. Um, before we move on uh, to Wigglytuff, I wanted to talk about what could have been. So as we know, Jigglypuff is inspired by a balloon. Yeah. It is the only balloon Pokemon along with Quillfish and Drifloon. Yeah, uh, and it's you evolution. Got your, line, of uh, you got your your sleep, your poison, and your abduct children. Yeah, oh my God, can't wait for that episode. Uh, it's also inspired by a rubber ball, a child's toy, and a moon rabbit, which you see more in Wigglytuff. But originally, there was a Pokemon that was the balloon Pokemon called Barunda. And it sounds like one of those jokes where you'd be like Burunda and be like Burunda what and be like Burunda these nuts or something like <laughs> I don't know but it was uh, a Pokemon that was revealed in a uh, 2018 Japanese manga about the life story of Satoshi Tajiri the creator of Pokemon um, and he talked about how Burunda was created and it was in the development of Gen One and didn't make the final cut but it was basically thought to be a prototype of the jiggler and let me show you i'm gonna i've I've seen it it's just a balloon (laughs) it's literally it's just a pink balloon that's it yeah so (laughs) it looks like oh wait go ahead go ahead (laughs) but but that is so precious i'm sorry i'm gonna ruin you right now it looks like a sperm (laughs) (laughs) i I, I am not no i am not ruined i feel like if I were to, you know, go to Party City right now and get a pink balloon, I could take a Sharpie and, like, draw this face and tell everyone I have a Pokemon. Like, like yeah. I, that's, it is not ruined for me. It looks like right now, if you got, like, a microscope and looked at Kirby Jizz, like, you would, <laughs> there would be a million Burundas. <laughs> That probably is why it never got greenlit for Pokemon, is that it looks exactly like Kirby. This is the sprite from behind. Stop. Oh, my God. It's literally (laughs) just a balloon. (laughs) Because you don't see its face, so it's just a balloon. It's just a balloon. You know what it it looks like? Like, you know, in Final Fantasy, the Moogles, um, they have, like, that thing on the top of their head. Like, that, that. They're dangly protrubance. <laughs> um, a shout out to every FNF podcast. It wouldn't be we have to do that once a day. <laughs> I was going to say it wouldn't be an episode <laughs> if we didn't shout him out. We usually say Carl. Love that guy. This one is for Curtis. Hey, Curtis. What's yeah. up? How are you? Um, oh, but today was International Alex Appreciation Day. Oh, was it? Okay, Curtis, never mind. Alex, way to go. <laughs> And uh, a thank you for him and giving some tips for uh, editing this podcast. Which leads us into Wiggly Tough. The Wiggler, also known as uh, Puke puke Urine. (laughs) You ever been so drunk you wake up in a pile of Puke Urine? (laughs) Also known as Noodaloof. What? 
German Pumaloof, Noodaloof, and guess what Iggly Buff's German name is? Floofaloof. Oh, that's <laughs> oh cute. my heart. I love that. I think they're I think their German names take it. Floofaloof, Pumaloof, and Noodaloof. I like them better than the American names, the English names. Yeah. Absolutely. But the thing is, Sarah, you might change your mind once a, a, like you hear it with a German accent. Oh. <laughs> it, it might sound a, like way more aggressive. It might. That's a good point. If anybody speaks German and would like to send us a recording of how you pronounce these lovely Pokemon's name, please send us a uh, DM. Yeah. You can't <laughs> ask the Amish because they've never played video games before. Um. So... Sailor Moon Wisdom, another question that fits into this episode. Did Well, I know you said you didn't really play the early games. Did you ever play the original games or Let's Go Eevee or? Um, not not like not all of it, I guess. Because my question was going to be, if if you got to this point, what did you use your Moonstone on? Well, if. I could, I would use it on Jigglypuff. Got it. Okay. I also was yeah. wrong answer, but <laughs> <laughs> I remember this because I found a Jigglypuff in in uh, red and was so pumped. Well, I didn't find it in red. Really, I got it traded over from blue from my brother, and was super hyped and saved my Moonstone and evolved it because I knew Jigglypuff was cool in the anime, and then um. I got the abomination that is the early sprite for Wigglytuff. <laughs> and it is quite an abomination. It is such an abomination that they actually redesigned it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so fun fact about the original sprite of Wigglytuff. Um, it's hard to visualize if you don't have a picture of it up. But Wigglytuff has a white belly. And its yeah. white belly goes over its mouth. So it kind of looks like it has like a like a mustache going over its mouth present day but its original form its belly stopped right under its mouth and it just looked so weird i'm showing <laughs> it i'm, so I'm actually look yeah uh, looking at it right now um i i have no words i i half love it and half hate it also can we also point out that there its eyes oh, i don't know if it's supposed no. to be like a three-quarter uh like angle but its eyes are completely different sizes it looks like it got hit by a truck or something it looks like no here's what it looks like it looks like it got <laughs> drunk the night before shaved off its mustache and has like a really awful goatee and um, it has like a really awful hangover after being smacked in the head with like a baseball bat and having drinks poured all over it because it like offended a woman. It looks like oh it looks God. like Peeps and Furby did a crossover and somebody put googly eyes on it. It looks like okay, so so Dave and I have it been has a crooked smile. It like does. It's got something to hide. It, it's too. really it's really awful. It's just awful. So Dave and I have been watching How I Met Your Mother. The picture of this sprite reminds me of like what Barney would look like, if any of you have watched the show, what Barney would look like after he got like beat up by this tough girl that he just like, I don't know, offended really harshly. Oh yeah, it's just awful. Oof. Yeah, it got a little better, but it didn't <laughs> get better. Uh, it's got like a little uh, like a, a picture flash in its eyes too, like it's being like uh, it's like a mugshot. Yeah, it, it looks like when like <laughs> if you if you take a picture of animals in the dark and all you see yeah. is their eyes. <laughs> Sarah, you take a picture Sarah. out. 
I was going to say, I, Sarah, what would it take for you to get this tattooed on your arm? Um, <laughs> it would take, I would have to lose a really serious bet. You'd have to be as drunk as Wiggly Tough. I would have to be as drunk as Will- Wiggly Tough. Yeah, that would have to be like an all-time low in my life yeah. to get that tattooed. It its name makes sense because it looks like it right after it puked and urined. <laughs> also, it's it's got the pointiest ear in the back, and it kind of looks like it stabbed something, <laughs> and it's like dripping white blood. It oh. looks to me it's awful. So good on whoever redesigned Wiggly Tough, because man, that's rough. You know, you'd have to be pretty drunk to sleep with a wiggly tough, but apparently sleeping next to one is it's, simply it, divine. That <laughs> one is wiggly rough, not wiggly tough. <laughs> oh, joke joke of the podcast. I love that. Standing ovation. I am clapping. That was good. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> oh man. Well, just that one that one's not gonna make luxury yarn for me. No. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> That's, that one that's is, that one be is, the yarn you, you're going to get at Michael's for sure. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> that, so that's luxury pubes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I um I know we mentioned that Jigglypuff can inflate itself twenty times, you know, its regular size. Wigglytuff yeah. can also do this, but it does this to the point where it's very competitive, and it'll try to do this with other Wigglytuff. To see which Same. one can infl- <laughs> which one can inflate the most, Peter. I was just gonna say, um, I really very much vibe with a wiggly tough because I love food and I will make my tummy inflate as much as I want it to just keep eating. So, yeah, um, yeah wiggly tough is my spirit animal. Yeah, so nothing's better than having a nice big food baby until the point where you just have a permanent baby in your tummy, <laughs> like me. Um, this is something that I found. It's actually a Jigglypuff fact, but it just kind of like blew my mind. Um, and it also goes for Wigglytuff. So do you know that Jigglypuff and Wigglytuff songs change depending on the region they're in? Oh, I didn't know that. No, that is yeah, that is weird. So, like, you know, depending on where they are, in the same way that Pokemon evolve differently, or their looks, like, you know, an Alolan Rattata, something like that. This is a uh, a fact about Jigglypuff from the Pokedex that blew my mind. Uh, its song varies by region, and in some areas, it sounds like shouting. <laughs> but the I thing is, that. it has the power to put you to sleep but i'd love to be like we're in the distant antarctic is that a jigglypuff and it's like oh <laughs> like, and it puts you to sleep you're like oh, oh. that's that's norwegian death metal yeah. <laughs> in the deep deep parts of norway you will find jigglypuff he will put you to sleep I am Swiss Gar Squiggle. Yeah, welcome. I am Puke Urine. <laughs> ah! <laughs> um, do you want to know a little uh, Peter story? I always love him. Yes, please. Okay. So uh, my friend Alec, who I want to help finish his uh, Pokedex, he also has a band uh, that he's you know, those bands where, like, it's one genius and then he has, like, when he's doing live shows, he has, like, um, you know, his his backup band. Yeah. Uh, well, Alec is Count Kremlin. Um, and uh, when we all get together at his house, um, then we all make Count Kremlin. And if you are 
uh, not good at music instruments, it's all right. You can bang 240s together to do percussions or just like scream into the mic really fast. Um, so um, when my friend Steve uh, went to college at uh, Lehigh, we would go to Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and we'd all uh, make music all night. And then we would walk to the drive-in uh, to the McDonald's and pretend that we were Norwegian uh, uh, foreign exchange students and we would order our uh, burgers and then we would walk off into the night. Um, See, I would ruin that for you guys because I would not be able to do that with a straight face. Uh, I uh, This is another shout out to uh, Carl because we always have to mention him every time, every FMF. And also our good friend, Ed. Uh, dear, wonderful, lovely man. So we were going to see Andrew. Pissed on, pissed on Satan's feet. Uh, so I he heard. did. He did. Yeah. He sure did. Um. So we were going to see Andrew WK in Philadelphia, and we started, of course, where you should start at the liquor store. So we go into a beer <laughs> store on the outside of Philly, and of course, we're all dressed up like Andrew WK because that's what you do when you go to a concert. So we're in our our gross whites. And uh, the guy was just like, you guys are in a band. You think I don't know you, but you're in a band, right? You're playing around tonight. And we're like, what? And then uh, Carl, of course, he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're called uh, Kings of Leon. And he's like, I knew it. The Kings of Leon. <laughs> so that was a joke. Apparently, anytime Carl's asked, like, are you in a band? He always responds with, yeah, we're the Kings of Leon. So that night, according to that man working at a liquor store who was also drunk, uh, and it was like it was probably like five thirty. He he thought he met the kings of Leon. Power to you, old man. Um, but yeah. Oh man. Well, little known fact: Carl's sex is indeed on fire. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, that got awkward. It did, but you know, hey, I'd, I'd get the ointment to heal those burns um <laughs> you're gonna need a burn heal if you're gonna fight me says carl but he's <laughs> actually blaine um iggly buff added later they just discovered that they could have children um originally was supposed to evolve at level 12 into jigglypuff um which is weird but then they decided like nah we'll just make it like normal kids they will not never grow up unless they like you <laughs> yep yep there's a lot of kids that actually would never grow up then <laughs> oh you mean like all of us <laughs> oh no i would i would have evolved at like level two i'm still but... waiting for my i'm still waiting for my moonstone <laughs> <laughs> I'll find it one day. And then you yeah. can become a puke urine. <laughs> <laughs> then you can but, become noodaloo. But not but not the first generation. I'm not a first generation. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's okay. Legally- Let's go around. <laughs> this is fun. So everybody, <laughs> if you were a, a Pokemon, <laughs> which one would you be? If I were a Pokemon, which one would I be? Yeah. Uh <laughs> oh jeez. Um, oh, frick, uh, Voltorb, because don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, good, good. But you also give such good hugs. <laughs> Voltorb, yeah, <laughs> give such good They're hugs. They're explosive hugs. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. 
Anyone else? Sailor Moon Wisdom? Do you have any? Um, <laughs> she would be. Oh, a... I mean, oh, wait, I'm sorry, Peter. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you already identify as a Jigglypuff. I know. I was gonna say, like, this is kind of why I'm here. But After I haven't heard you years. sing. I need to hear. I need to hear oh. your sing. I need to hear your song. Are we gonna do this? We're gonna do this. All right. All right. So there Let's was a, a big debate, listeners, about whether or not. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Dave doesn't. <laughs> Dave doesn't want this because Dave is afraid of copyright strikes because we're so good at Jigglypuff impersonations. Yeah. We, but we're gonna. We're gonna do this. Yeah, we're gonna sing the Jigglypuff song. I think that's how we're gonna serenade you guys at the end of the episode. So stay tuned because you're you're not gonna want to miss this, or maybe you will want to miss it. Uh, I'll leave Should that up I to start? you. Should I start? <laughs> well, let's talk about Igglybuff first. Okay, we gotta, first. Finish, okay. This we gotta then, finish this up, and then and then we'll serenade our audience. Okay, I feel sorry for y'all. Sorry. The only right. important fact ever about Igglybuff is apparently there's an episode called "Same Old Song and Dance" where there are twin Igglybuffs, and their names are Gigglybiff and Gigglybuff. <laughs> And that's the only important fact. <laughs> and also, where can I watch this episode about <laughs> so good. Giggly Biff and Giggly Buff? I've got a bunch of uh, Iggly Buff facts. I do too. I do. Too. Also, it's it's like every fact is like this set stat is the worst. This yeah. stat but is also true. the worst. Tied for lowest special defense stat in the game. Um, also. Uh, tied the it has the lowest special defense stat in the game, but that means it's tied for a legendary Pokemon in the attack Deoxys. So, oh, yeah, Deoxys has the same special defense stat as Iglybuff, so it's legendary <laughs> here. There you go, uh, Peter. Did you draw the evolutions? And did you give Iglybuff like human feet? <laughs> uh, doesn't it have human feet? It does, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. <laughs> it does now. Um, um, it also has um, what else? Uh, tied for the least speed of all the fairies, and it also has the lowest defense of all fairies. Yeah. Also, it uh, uh, it had a fairy uh, type added to it in um, what generation was that? X and Y. Yeah, X and Y was the fairy generation, right? Yeah. Wasn't it one before that? Oh man, I don't even no. remember. No, it, it was either X and Y or the one after that. No, no, it was, it was definitely X, X and Y it then. Was X and y, yeah, yeah because that's where um, Sylveon was added. But I was thinking about this when we did the episode with Cleffa and Pichu. Like they all have the worst stats, and it kind of makes sense because like you shouldn't punch a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Most babies yeah, that's have like, bad stats. That's the first thing you learn as a parent uh, is like the only thing that you really need to know is like give it a, a baba and don't shake it at all. <laughs> yeah. And then you need to make sure your furniture doesn't have sharp. You're like no one's like I have a sharp end table, which I need to fix because my baby has the lowest defense stat <laughs> in all of babies. I've seen- I've seen a lot of uh, online videos of people uh, like leaving children unattended and then just starting fire to their entire house. So if you're filming it, then like, <laughs> why are you filming yeah, right? the kids start a fire? Come on. It's like, uh, it's like camp scumbag, but 
we're adults and we set fire to everything. Um. All right. So I have um, I have just a, a a tiny little well I have a couple of tiny little cute facts about right. Igglybuff. Ig- Igglybuff. Take us home. And yeah. Then, and then I'll Hit then us. and then afterwards I'll enlighten you about the trading card game about this Jigglypuff yeah. family. And I'll I'll do my last licks. Your last licks. We're yeah. not on the lick a ton episode yet. Relax. Well, they're they're pink. They're pink. <laughs> they're both pink. That's true. So okay, yeah, we're on the pink episode. Fair enough. Um, Iggly Buff is extremely elastic, and it can bounce like a bouncy ball. But the problem with it being so elastic is that if it starts bouncing, sometimes it can't stop. So sometimes it, <laughs> it all the times can't stop. <laughs> So I, I think just, the Pokedex entry just says it starts bouncing, can't stop. <laughs> Until a Wigglytuff shouts at it. It's like, ah, that's why it's shouting. <laughs> to stop an Wigglybuff. <laughs> Can you imagine that's why uh, Wigglytuff looks so haggard is because it's always trying to stop catastrophe. Or, From the Wigglybuff. Or it has a, an Wigglybuff in the womb. And it's just bouncing at its insides. <laughs> oh, Jesus is that why? Is that why it's shaped like that? <laughs> Maybe that's why it's shaped like that. Well, we all, like a little bean. Well, we all know that Pokemon don't have live birth. <laughs> True. They're all, all egged. Right. The last thing I have is Egg. that Igglybuff is um, has underdeveloped vocal cords. So, oh yes, yeah. So it can't really sing for lo- long periods of time, even though it does try. Um, and it tries so frequently that it gets a sore throat, and then it uses water from streams to gargle its sore throat. So yeah, they're very cute. They're See, very I cute. think I, I I love these facts, especially like like just by listening to them, and it, it, I just feel like you know the the Igly Buff Jiggly Buff Wiggly Tough family. Like imagine a Nick Junior cartoon, like you know Circa Teletubbies, where it's all these little. <laughs> You know, like the Jigglypuff family, just like having a good time and singing and bouncing and Wigglytuff, like, you know, running after all these little Igglybuffs. I just think like, I, I, I think Nintendo or, or Pokemon Game Freak, like, make this happen. Make a video game, make a TV show. Well, they're they're very popular. Like Jigglypuff, Wigglytuff and Igglybuff are like super popular in Japan, right? They Dave, do you have um, do you have the stats? Uh funny enough, this blew my mind. J- Jigglypuff, Wigglytuff, they didn't make the top 200 Pokémon from Google. Oh, you're breaking no my heart. Not even the top they they weren't even top 100 in a Well, did you consider Kanto. Did you consider that maybe the polls were rigged <clears throat> and that we need a recount? We need a recount. I thought about that. I'm still waiting. The election was stolen. I'm waiting on a few. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's still some states that haven't said anything yet. So they're still counting. They're still counting. Well, how how can all all of a sudden you're you're counting overnight and then every single vote goes for Pikachu? I mean, that doesn't make sense. I mean. I mean, he's only the mascot of Pokemon. Like, how does it make sense that he's the most popular? I mean, I don't get it. They just don't like Jigglypuff because it has a weird tuft of hair on top of it. And it's pink. <laughs> oh, I have a... I think I have a uh, fact about the tuft. Uh, bu- 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 bum. 
there was a fact that I read. I don't, I don't remember it. Um, here are my last licked uh, facts. Wigglytuff has the highest HP of any fairy. Uh, Wigglytuff's eyes are as big as saucers and must be kept covered in a, uh, a sheen of tears to prevent dust from destroying its eyes. <laughs> Who writes this shit? <laughs> I know. Whenever I look this crap up, I'm like, who comes up with this weird, like, little mannerisms and things? Yeah. And <laughs> Somebody looked at Wigglytuff's eyes and were like, oh, man, consider the tear production in those babies. Dude, no, that seems like it should be uh, true for Igglybuff with those red demon eyes. I mean, like, come on. Well, her under uh, her underdeveloped tear ducts made red eyes happen. <laughs> And then uh, finally, um, something that a uh, friend of the podcast, uh, every FNF podcaster, uh, podcast god, Carl Germ, Germ um, <laughs> he, he's. <laughs> I'm sorry. He sent, he sent me a video uh, very recently of uh, speedrunner god shenanigans, and uh, one of the um, glitches that he showed off in his Pokemon Yellow run was where he goes up to, in Pewter City, Pokemon Center, a Jigglypuff in the Pokemon Center, and he, he presses A, talks to it. The Jigglypuff sings its song. It sets your Pikachu to sleep, and then you walk off screen. And then you take 255 steps off screen from your Pikachu, who is asleep, and all of a sudden the entire game glitches out. It's the easiest glitch to do. Um, you don't have to think about it. You just have to set your Pikachu to sleep and uh, walk off screen 255 steps. It's a glitch called Pika Walk. It, uh, if you save during it, it absolutely breaks your save file and you have to start anew. And... Um, if you want to learn more about the glitch, you just have to Google Pika Walk. But it's very easy to do. You just have to set your Pikachu to sleep with a Jigglypuff in Pewter City. Wow. Is that like a speed run where it's like, all right, who can fuck this game up? <laughs> who can fuck up a save file the fastest? I think if you were to do that, uh, there are faster ways. <laughs> there always are faster ways. Yeah. I think you could do it in your house in Pallet Town. Um, I don't know if that's in yellow or just in blue and red, but I know that you can destroy your save file before you leave your mom's house, which is basically what happened to me in real life. I destroyed Aww. something at your mom's house. <laughs> that's uh, a joke that somebody with less taste would make at this point, but I would never... Um, we had we had a lot of fun parties back then. We sure did, but I don't think I ever broke anything at your home. Not no. even a toity. I think the worst thing that ever happened at my parents' house is that our friend, uh, friend of the pod, Mike, um, he uh, got too drunk, and we had to um, his 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 friend who he brought with him had to hide his vodka from him. So. What did she do? She hid the vodka in one of the drawers in my bathroom. And what drawer did she hide it in? Well, the tampon drawer, of course. 
So all of a sudden, somebody's reaching for a tampon, and what do they find? A bottle of vodka. That's An fine by me. If I'm reaching for a tampon, I find one of those. I'm happy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I remember it's the worst thing that ever happened. We had there. the. Uh, I mean. Yeah. I mean, like there, there was a a trend regarding uh, soaking tampons in uh, yeah. alcohol just to get uh, drunk in a oh non-drinking way. Sorry, I, I feel like I may have ruined this episode, but that's no. what that no, reminded me of. Fine. Um, I talked about. We all have to find <laughs> a way. We all have to find our way in this world, and sometimes uh, putting. Uh, Vodka soaked tampons up our butts is is the way we do it. Kids, don't try this at home. <laughs> You'll get drunk so fast, though. You don't even have to drink it. You don't even have to use a chaser. It's it's so easy. Just do it. Just do it once. Jigglypuff does it. <laughs> no, Igglybuff does it and starts bouncing off the walls. And Wigglytuff does it, and that's why it looks like it does. <laughs> <laughs> But Pumaloof. All right. I think it is that time when we serenade our listeners. No. Yes. Oh, yeah. We should say. Well, no, before that, <laughs> we want to uh, thank our guest, Sailor Moon Wisdom, and ask, is there anything going on? Anything you want to plug other than your uh, incredible, wholesome account, which we love so dearly? Oh, boy. Um, Just... Uh, besides besides Sailor Moon Wisdom, uh, just be kind to each other um, and and don't give up. You you got this. Keep fighting for love and justice, and uh, have have a great day and a great week and a great month and a great year and just a great Good time summer. in general. Yeah, hags. Yeah. Hags, okay. Have a great summer. Have great balls. L Y L A S. You know, I'm writing in your yearbook right now. I'm drawing you a little picture of a, a Jigglypuff, a horrible picture, but you know, it's there in your yearbook. Um, uh, yeah. Also, also, uh, just to bring everything full circle, uh, did, wasn't one of the facts that Jigglypuff is like you know named Moon Rabbit or Wigglytuff? Oh yeah. The the well, moon rabbit. Well, um, in Sailor Moon, Usagi Tsukino, which is Sailor Moon's name, means rabbit of the moon. Full circle, baby. Oh. Wow. You know, the, my greatest regret in life is the fact that um, uh, Cartoon Network didn't come to uh, like basic television in my parts until um, – like way, way later. And I always wanted, to, I like, I knew I wanted to watch Dragon Ball Z, but I also knew I wanted to watch Sailor Moon because there was something about it that I wanted to watch. Like, I, I wanted it in my life. And so it finally came to my television. And then the next day it was off, Toonami. It was just no. gone. I've watched one episode of Sailor Moon in my entire life. And like it was like maybe like two or three minutes worth and then the, the theme song. And then I I haven't I got no Sailor Moon in my life. I got nothing. And now I now I have it back, I think, because I, I'm gonna I'm gonna delve deeper. I'm gonna I'm gonna go in. So thank you. 
Peter, maybe we can start our own Sailor Moon rewatch podcast. Ooh. I, I need to get I, in on that because I've, <laughs> I've actually I've actually never watched Sailor Moon Wisdom either. Or Sailor Moon, sorry. Just Sailor Moon. I've never watched it and I, I'd like to. So. I wouldn't say no, but I also don't have a lot of time anymore. <laughs> but yeah. I <laughs> I am kidding. I barely have time. I am I'm um happy I was able to make some time to stop by today so i appreciate the invite and i'm uh it was a blast thank you yay so we're, also we're not we're not saying no to that podcast we're <laughs> saying, uh, maybe later exactly so i want to close with one final fact it is the 20th anniversary of jigglypuff's debut in the tcg oh so yeah so anniversary we're gonna have to sing to her yeah, oh. yeah, we are. We are, aren't we, Dave? <laughs> ready? Hate, I hate Pokemon. Are we ready? Are we, we going to do it? Dave, don't hurt your vocal cords. Okay, you got this. I'm going to be that uh, that nor that uh, you know, mountainous <laughs> Jigglypuff. I'll do that impression. Yeah. No, my <laughs> landlord will probably hate us more. It is late. Oh, please, please. They have screaming children upstairs at all times, so we're good. All right. All right. Three. Two, one. Jigglyleaf. Jigglyleaf. Peter, the reverb on yours is incredible. You're not singing, Dave. No, I. I know. Thank you for listening to another. No, keep singing. This is. I'll fade it out. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Daycare Dittos. Make sure to subscribe and rate us however many stars you're feeling deep in your heart on iTunes because I think it helps us. For all photos of the junk we talked about, go to Instagram at uh, Daycare Dittos and you can see it. I didn't ask for this. Goodbye. All right, this needs to stop. (laughs) Make me.